0: Here are your hosts, Chase Palm and Broadcast School has really paid off, Auntie. and Neil McCrady. I deserve to be on TV.
1: Welcome into this Wednesday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Palm, Neil McCrady, Clark Ford Studio this uh, morning. The uh, The Alli- Alliance has been formed. We talked about it a, a good bit yesterday. My favorite part they don't need contracts, handshake agreements. We'll discuss those
2: and uh, and much more coming up. On I'm more and more uh, convinced every day that Ohio State and Michigan are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know we 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 got something going on soon. Yeah, so
1: <laughs> plenty more today on the show. Sorry, I just I, I kept somebody this morning was like, if, I, I might have been even Carrie or somebody said I've never seen a tweet that needed just bookmark more over here to the side as them saying all they need is trust in college football as they, <laughs> as, they as they as they move <laughs> forward. So. Anyway, Ole Miss had practice yesterday, some coverdermalgrove dot com, Lane Kiffin with another thrilling, enthralling press conference um yesterday. We'll yeah, discuss that. He did. Um,
2: he did have a lot to yeah. say.
1: Plenty of stuff there and uh and more new little graphic at the bottom. It's cute, like it. The rapper like thing. Yeah, yeah. It's all uh, it's all good. Just now seeing it, Neil taking care of uh that over on the the ecam machine. So as you see in the corner, podcast brought to your single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. Check out the Blue Sky here locally. They've got the self-checkout up and running. You can take advantage of that. You can download the Speed Pass Plus app. Earn points, save money there with all Blue Sky locations in Mississippi. You get the lunch special here locally,
2: five sixty nine.
1: Two sides bread, 32-ounce drink, and more. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford
2: studio. We are Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900, 662-257-1900. Call that number. Ask for our uh, friend Corey. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do. Let's hop into a Clark Ford today. The product is great. The service is even greater. And look, Corey's a friend. I get it. But yesterday, uh, Campbell got rear-ended in, in Fayetteville. Oh, really? She, she's okay. She's okay. Car got banged up a little bit. And so I, she took some pictures. She sent them to me. I sent them to Corey, and I said, hey, does this look drivable? And not only did he tell me, uh, give me an answer and some things to look out for and stuff, but told me where we could go up there to kind of get another look at it. I don't know that you get that level of service everywhere. You get that level of service at Clark Ford. Corey always says he wants to be your car guy. He wants to be your truck guy. And he'll prove that to you when you make the call. So make the call. Get a quote. Worst thing that happens is you get a quote that you use moving forward. A uh, guest will join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. You see the graphic there at the bottom. Rafters Music and Food on the Square is open, I presume. (laughs) It's open in New Albany. And uh, Rafters on the Water, open today at 5, all weekend, 5 o'clock today, tomorrow, Friday, and then Saturday and Sunday, all day long, uh, frozen margaritas, frozen daiquiris, and um, great waterfront views there at Rafters on the Water at Sardis.
1: So... I do want to at least open about this alliance thing
2: because I, I started reading about it. Did you see where Walken said that this was the most important, that the future of college athletics rides on this alliance? And after watching Hold on, yesterday, really? yeah.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa. Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The... Did, did he get the Indianapolis people confused? <laughs> this is Big Ten, not NCAA. I know they both stay in the same city, but. So I watched that and I was like, well, it's over. <laughs> Are they across the street from one another? Where are their headquarters? I'm not sure. uh, Relative to each other, like share the same corner. I'm not positive. Same building, like the 16th floor and the 14th
2: floor. Could be. That'd be a hell of a coffee break. Oh, I mean, just some water
1: cooler talk for ages. Mm -hmm. So, I'm I'm trying to find this now. Now now you have me all off kilter because I did not see that. I don't I don't know that I still follow him. Oh, I know I don't. I just figured you were blocked. I probably am blocked.
2: I'm blocked from several of those guys. I'm I'm not I'm not enough of a true believer.
1: Okay. So
2: again. And it might have just been a tweet. It might not have been a column. Yeah, no, I don't that's know. fine.
1: They called it a historic alliance
2: yesterday during
1: the uh during the little press conference thingy between the three commissioners. <laughs> um But yes, they said that uh rather than Contracts, nothing secured by agreements or whatnot, not you know in a written form. I think the direct quote was an agreement between three gentlemen. I believe was the uh, ah. was the thing they used. So, do you remember that scene in Jerry <laughs> Maguire when he's down there with Rod Tidwell and he comes back up and he asks the guy, "Hey, time to sign something?" And the dude had already signed with the other dude, yeah, and yeah. you know he goes, "Hey, I remember." I, Tom Cruise goes, "Hey, I really love that my word is stronger than oak" bit from. <laughs> A few months back when I had Cush as my as my representative there or as my as as my client. This feels like that a little bit. So I, reading from uh the athletic Alan Taylor, um, yesterday. I don't know him. I don't either. But the part that I found funny was he says, um, mentions the contract between three gentlemen. He goes, if that holds up, it truly will be historic. Tuesday <laughs> being National Waffle Day, it marked the ideal time to announce a no poaching accord among three conferences that previously poached the hell out of their adjacents. The chortles coming from inside SEC headquarters must have been hardy. As the landmark announcement fizzled, so much feel-good bluster over a non-binding deal to schedule a few non-conference games in an unspecified number of years from now. Greg Sankey just added Texas and Oklahoma to his inventory, and other commissioners are practicing trust falls. Now that you'd expect, not that you'd expect a far-flung collection of 41 schools across four time zones to galvanize a meaningful response <laughs> within 26 short days of the Longhorns and Sooners officially starting to transition. Still, as counterpunches go, this was less of a light tap and more like a complete whiff. Um,
2: <laughs> this is where you thought. Warren
1: also yesterday <laughs> says that this was not a reaction to Oklahoma and Texas joining the SEC. Oh, it was not? No, no, no. They thought this all up on their own. Timing be damned. It had nothing to do with it whatsoever. Oh, God. As Taylor goes on and goes right, and Floridians boarding up windows isn't a reaction to hurricanes. We just prefer our homes feel a little more rustic.
2: <laughs> I don't know who this Taylor guy is, but I sort of like him. Yeah, so. <laughs> I need to reach out.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> so...
2: Has Landry commented on this yet? By the way, Is he,
1: uh, has, has he, it's all nothing to see here. Yeah, it's all <laughs> yeah, good. Okay. Um, yeah. Warren's quote: "Hopefully, this will bring some much-needed stability in college athletics." Um, <laughs> Warren said, of "The allegiance, ignoring the fact that handshake deals don't typically scream stability." Um, ACC new commissioner, when asked, uh, "Sorry, how, how the shared values of the alliance differ from the SEC?" Oh, okay. Phillips kicked off his answer with education, research, and
2: service. Okay, wait, wait, what? What? Okay. So, so I mean, I mean, full paragraph. Because I've, I've learned I have to, I have to go through these things. So you the, need a second. So the, the SEC is not about. Those is things, not. Man. None of those institutions are about education or service. And what was the other one?
1: Uh, research. Research. And that brings us to the ACC's new commissioner, who, again, was formerly with the Big Ten for a really long time. Okay. Was asked by the athletic Stuart Mandel how he how the shared values of the alliance differ from the SEC. Okay. Phillips kicked off his answer with, quote, education, research, service.
2: Dot, dot, dot. I don't know what the rest. Hey, I, I mean, no joke. Right? That, that's the head of the ACC now, right? If If, if I'm the guy at Clemson... Seriously, my, I mean, I, no you're joke. You're getting more bothered by the minute. No joke. We're in our board meeting today. Yeah, sure. You know, we're having our athletic department meeting or whatever, and I'm hand-raised guy. My hand is just it's just way up. And I'm saying, wait, wait, what are we doing? This is our guy? That's his answer? That was his answer. I mean, I, I would view this as we're in trouble. And keep in mind, this is all about money. And you're at Clemson. You're an ACC school. You were locked into this TV deal through, is it 2037, Chase? 2036. 2036. That's correct. So you've got another 15 years on this deal. The SEC deal kicks in in 2024? That is correct, yes. So there's a 12-year deal, the 12-year window mm-hmm. where Mississippi State is going to make three times more than you are at Clemson. That's correct. That's a problem. And... Your answer to it is a handshake agreement that brings no money to the table that's based on service research and what? Uh,
1: Education. Education. Yes. Yes. Taylor goes on and says maybe Phillips thought he was applying for tenure at his previous workplace, Northwestern, or maybe he didn't mind throwing shade at the PhD he earned from the University of Tennessee. When he closed his answer by emphasizing it's not a holier than thou statement, that's precisely what it was. These institutions should be proud of their academic heft, but the folks involved in athletics are trying to fill stadiums, win titles, and raise funds. Considering that most SEC athletes were recruited by schools in the Alliance, why insult their academic profiles with such undertones?
2: Yeah, look. Is every school in the SEC an academic powerhouse? Yeah, of course not. Of course not. I mean, let's be real.
1: And neither are all the schools in these conferences.
2: But that's not what this is about. No. No.
1: But I mean, I mean, my, is, my point is, here though is like is in, Arizona State. I think said, maybe it's an R one, but from a reputation standpoint, Arizona State's not like, oh wow, look, cool. yeah, I'm, Arizona State or Harvard. Where are you going?
2: I mean, yeah, somebody went, hey, Oregon State. There's no real world. Yeah, Washington State is. Oh, come on, and don't get me wrong. i have nothing against Washington State. I'm sure it's fine. We're not comparing Ivy Leagues here. That's a dumb answer. It's a really fundamental. You had you had a, a, presumably a week to prepare for this press conference, and that's your answer. There was literally no substance as
1: opposed to that listening to a, the press conference at all. As
2: opposed to listening to a Greg Sankey answer, where every answer, if you go back and read it, you're like, "Ooh, that's interesting." There's a lot there. He was saying things without saying. Guys. Yeah, I mean, this is platitudes there were not even specifics
1: on exactly what it looked like from a scheduling standpoint. And at the end of the day, it's all scheduling. I mean, they look, it's a voting block, but here's my deal. They wouldn't even come out and admit that. You're forming an alliance. Go ahead and say you're voting together. What's the harm in that? That's the purpose of this. Oh, no, we just want to talk about it and make sure we're making the right votes for college football. We're not all voting together. Chase, I
2: don't know if you've noticed in society today, nobody just comes out and says the truth. I mean... But look, if you're if you're one of these powers that essentially right now how do I do this without just completely violating sources? When it got released to some of the national outlets, the athletic, outkick, et cetera, people that they knew wouldn't lose their mind over it. When it kind of got out that hey, There's a pro-rata deal with Disney and the SEC. That allowed the SEC to do this.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: We're not calling anyone. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: It allows the SEC to say, we're going to let Disney let you guys know how this works. And so they did. If Disney says, if we approve, we just make it a pro-rata. We'll just bake more cake. Bake more pie, whatever word you want to use. I don't care. Whatever analogy, isn't it funny? We always say pie, we never say like pizza. We'll make more pizza. You get a bigger slice of the pizza. Well, the pizza is a pie. Yeah. Okay. So you get more pizza. Okay. Just sure. make more pizza. It'll do whatever. More people like pizza than like pie. I bet. I mean, if you offer a hundred people, hey, you can have a slice of pizza or a slice of pie. I wonder what the cut, what the breakdown would be. Oh, I think I'm one of the few people that would say
1: pie. Would you the, really? If it's the right pie. Yeah, I'm not a big pizza guy. I like it fine. I'm not. I'm
2: not anti pizza, but yeah. This the Alliance and beyond. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, that's funny. Um, (laughs) But if you're at one of those schools right now that Disney would sign off on immediately, are you more interested today than you were yesterday? I am. I mean, let's talk about those schools. Let's quit beating around the bush. Let's name them. Sure. USC. Mm-hmm. Ohio State. Ohio State, Michigan. Notre Dame. Maybe it. Yeah. I think the SEC has an infatuation with North Carolina. I'll tell you that. Sure. I think the SEC is absolutely infatuated with North Carolina. I mean,
1: North Carolina has an Virginia. overall profile that is in- impeccable. Yeah, And they're, I mean, they're sure.
2: infatuated with Virginia, and they have been for a while.
1: Yeah, you get basketball, you get overall athletic department success, you get academics, you get everything. I sure. think
2: if you had told Greg Sankey two months ago, you can add four teams, go for it. I think he would have said Texas, Oklahoma, North Carolina, Virginia, and called it a day. If you're one of those schools, though, that we just named, are you more intrigued today than you were yesterday or less?
1: You're more, for sure. Um, there's no doubt about that. You're, you're, you're definitely more intrigued than you were because you don't have any answers. You still don't have an answer, a direct answer to, okay, but what about the money? But sometimes, What we, does it look like?
2: Sometimes when you don't have an answer, you do have an answer.
1: Well, that's kind of my point. It, right, it, it you, is completely if you, if,
2: bringing up. If you ask the girl out, and she doesn't say no, but she doesn't say yes.
1: Yeah, it's still not a yes.
2: And you ask her again, and she says, let me get back to you. I need to check and it's see no. what my plans are. It's a no. And then you ask her again, and she says, my parents are coming up this weekend. Maybe you could call me next week. At some point, it is a no. McCready would have been out like two asks. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. out the first one. But at some point, it's no. Yeah, sure, It's a nice no. It's a, I don't want to hurt your feelings, no, but it's a no. And this is, hey, what about the money? Well, what we're going to do is, what about the money? Well, what, 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 there is no money. Why, if you have the ACC rights, would you give them a new deal? For what? Because they add Notre Dame? They added Notre Dame last year.
1: Well, then that's kind of the point that he's making in that thing, and i got another one in a minute I want to talk about is, yeah, sure, there's weeks where it's really cool when you get Ohio State and USC. For the most part, you don't. For the most part, you get a bunch of stuff that you already kind of were getting anyway, and nobody cares. So the money's not following in droves. No. Because you're not even one league. You're just kind of, hey, we're playing some non-conference games.
2: Yeah, Wake Forest versus Washington State. And
1: there's not much room, because they admitted that all the SEC games that are set up with those conferences, they're not being bought out. They're still going to play them. So a lot of these schools have no ability to even jump in the alliance most years because they already have games scheduled for like the next 15 years. Of course. Because they basically admit them, hey, we're not going to ask schools to buy out anything. Well, then what are we doing? Essentially, you're voting. Well, voting doesn't bring dollars. It was a word salad. Yeah, it's votes. Literally, it's nothing more than a super PAC. Yeah. That doesn't produce the money of a super PAC.
2: There's a reason that super PACs happen and that lobbyists happen is because there's money involved. There's no money here. There's no money It's all theoretical here. right now. It's, hey, we'll schedule these games.
1: Oh, c- cool. Yeah. You're, you're going to disagree with another column I want to bring up in a second. Oh, good. Um, yeah, I know. Before we do that, I'm going to tell you about Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. Underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. So are getting local underwriting and understand your market. A leader in uh, condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704. j-l-o-w-e at community com.
2: we're also brought to you by the rogue the rogue is your uh, destination for fine men's clothing that's not good sorry (laughs) my computer's like whoa what's up uh the rogue is uh they hands they they have stylists who hand select pieces i'm going to get there eventually i've been studying world history and uh ap biology this morning so Mm -hmm. give me give me a break Uh, From top designers, work to lifestyle to nightlife, there's the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, Duckhead, and more. 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. We're also brought to you by Alpha Specialties, located at 1670 Highway 80 in Pearl, Mississippi. It's your trailer-specific professional. You want to haul it, they can call it. At Alpha, they've got Load Trail. They also have Hallmark cargo trailers. One of the most quality cargo trailers on the market, perfect for hauling goods to markets and shows, ATVs to deer camps, hauling race cars, and more. They've got a full selection of trailer parts and accessories, hitches, winches, straps, and more. They also do all types of truck accessories. Listeners to this podcast can get 10% off a yearly tra- trailer service and inspection at Alpha's Full Service Shop. 601-932-9798 or check them out at Alpha of ms.com i'll have a mailbag up later today it's almost done it's brought to you by whitney mcnutt of tommy morgan incorporated realtors Um, she sells land condos commercial and residential family homes 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844 and we're brought to you by grenada nissan if you're in the market for a nissan vehicle grenada nissan's the place to go they've got a complete selection of new. And previously owned Nissan vehicles, great lease deals as well. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com.
1: I guess also brought to you by g and Pharmacy and Tyson Drugs. GNM there on South Lamar in Oxford. Tyson Drugs on the Square in Holly Springs, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area. They take care of you with medicine. Feed prescriptions the same day each month. With that, you get one trip to the pharmacy, one delivery, and have everything you need when you need it there. Once per month. So to find out about that and everything your community pharmacy can do for you, again, give them a call. 662-236-2222. So Seth Emerson writing here. Um, Ooh, what? No, go ahead. That already tell you anything? Yeah, you need to know?
2: I'm, I'm, You're bracing now. I'm, well, I'm now sort of walking. I, I know which restaurant I'm walking into.
1: between those two you 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 don't you you don't even know the alan taylor dude or whatever his name was you're like hey i'll hang out with him instead
2: yeah yeah yeah. oh yes (laughs)
1: that's all you need yes well i have a point
2: here i wouldn't know alan if he walked in the door but if the choice was alan or seth (laughs) okay alan how you been (laughs) my man my man (laughs) looking good
1: so my point being here before i read this okay and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'll try to give you
2: the gist. I love when you build up a preamble like this. It, it tells me something's really good. Well,
1: no, and I have, I have a larger point, though. Okay. Is Seth went into yesterday, in my mind, wanting to praise the Alliance. Oh, yes. Wanting to go, hey, <laughs> yes. this is about big things, and this is, is going to work, and this is going to save college football. I think that's how he went into yesterday, because I've read some Seth too. Yeah. Of his, oh, yeah. His, his, oh. His, 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 no argument his here. Deal. He couldn't do that. Couldn't find even him. So instead, he made yesterday about how Greg Sankey made a mistake. He went anti Greg Sankey yesterday. <laughs> wow. You ready? <laughs> I'm, I'm in. <laughs> okay. Please. All right, I'll read you the lead first. Okay. And then we'll kind of go through it a little All bit.
2: All right. I'm going to sort.
1: This sorry. is, again, this is in the athletic. We're just hedging for them today, but it's fine. Because, see, you get a wealth of content apparently on both sides of the, bi- of the bipolar spectrum here with the athletic. Greg Sankey's a smart man, not only a smart man, but a strong leader and deal maker. And on the right side of history, when it came to the 2020 debate over pl- playing a college football season amid the pandemic, the SEC and its commissioner were leaders not only in arguing a season could be played, but in safely doing so. And then there was a leader on a 12-team college football playoff proposal that were both sensible and fun.
2: That's the lead?
1: That's the lead. <laughs> Holy cow. But when it came to expansion, Sankey may have misstepped. He and the SEC may not have thought this all the way through. The alliance, as we're calling this unwieldy and detail-lacking agreement between the whatever, may not be a direct threat to the SEC. Let's clear about that. The SEC will remain the best and most powerful conference college athletics. But it already was, which is why the SEC adding Texas and Oklahoma, or at least adding them the way it did, may have been unnecessary. It's why the SEC overshot this time. Is it, he serious? You may keep going. Again, I don't really want to read the whole column, but you should, probably should hear this. Wow. The Alliance is being born not just because the SEC added Texas and Oklahoma, because of the way it was done. Sankey closing the deal on playoff expansion, working side-by-side with Bob Bowlesby while also preparing to raid his conference, made the other conferences wary. It heightened those conferences, already festering concerns about ESPN and the SEC driving the train on playoff expansion and gave those conferences a tangible excuse to act on those concerns. But spare me the Alliance people saying this is about the academic mission in Olympic sports. It's as if acting as a check on the SEC's football-only values. The SEC boasted more medalists in Tokyo than any other conference. Texas just won the last NCAA All-Sports Director's Cup. And we all know academics is essentially lip service when it comes to athletics-driven alignment. No, this is about TV, money, and a little bit of spite. Maybe more than a little bit, but mainly the money. Basically saying that Sankey already had everything, and by doing what he did, he created a more hostile environment that he's not going to be able to handle and thus make it harder on him long-term to get what he wants because now everybody's after ESPN, everybody's after the SEC, and that the SEC might be the villain in this because instead of trying to uphold all of college football and save it, they are just tearing it down even more.
2: Man, there's so much. First of all, the SEC added Oklahoma and Texas, and I'm sourced on this, Chase.
1: It's always good to be number one, but it's better to be number one with some humility and some sense of shared purpose with your peers. Oh, for the love of God. That's That's where the SEC overshot.
2: Oh, God. Seth, sugar. Someone has upset Seth Emerson. They all, all of those people, those national kind of writers, they are so altruistic in their views. None of them understand money. When the Athletic says, what would you like to get paid a year? Just whatever you think is best. The SEC added Texas and Oklahoma because Texas and Oklahoma asked. And of course you said yes. It had been percolating for 10 years. The Big 12 has known for a long time, long before Texas and Oklahoma ditched, that it had trouble. Look no further than where we are today with the irate eight. There's nowhere for them to go. There is literally talk out there, Chase, of the irate eight joining up with a handful of schools from the Mountain West and a handful of schools from the American mm-hmm. to form a new Big 12. And the debate is whether they would have equal voting rights, and the early answer is probably not. Yeah. So Texas and Oklahoma bailed from a dying league and bolstered the dominant league in the country. And, of course, ESPN signed up. It should not be news to anyone that this is about money. What is not about money? When did college athletics not, when were they not about money? Back in the 40s? I mean, they've been about money for a long time. And now we've added all these TV deals, NIL deals, players get paid. Of course it's about money. This shouldn't be shocking to the Nicole Auerbachs and Seth Emersons of the world. My favorite of this is actually he knows that he's being ridiculous
1: because he puts in paragraphs like this. This could be an ivory tower or unrealistic view of the world. Yeah, thanks. At least you're admitting okay, it. Okay. At least, yeah. But this ivory tower is located in Athens, Georgia, in the heart of SEC country. So let's go. The SEC could have thought through what the reaction to rating the Big Twelve would be, and said the following to Texas and Oklahoma. Look, if all else fails, come on in. Of course we want you. But first, let's try this. Let's get all the major conferences together and try to find a better framework to govern college athletics and college conferences. No. Everyone's better off with a good, strong conference in the middle of the country, so let's do what we can to shore you up rather than going down this route of super conferences that leaves too many schools behind and makes schools strangers to others in their own league. And again, if all else fails, then come aboard. What Seth is missing. All else had failed. What Seth's missing is that Greg Sankey's job is not to save college football. No. He's it's the, not his job to go, I'm the keeper of the sport, and I am the czar. No. It's to make the SEC as good as humanly possible in always.
2: How could you, as Greg Sankey, how could you sit at the table with Disney and ESPN and say, hey, well, guess what happened? You guys won't believe who called. Texas called, and Oklahoma called, too. They, actually, they called as one, and they want to join the league. And I said, no, probably not best for the overall sport.
1: I think that would have gone over. Yeah, you wouldn't run it by your shareholders who are
2: not getting an extra thirty million a year or whatever it ends up being. I mean, you sit down with the ads and presidents and say, "What's the biggest concern you all have right now?" Ask Keith Carter. We had Keith on the show not long ago. Was it three weeks, two weeks? I yeah, lose sure. track of time. Hey, what are you? What are you concerned about? Concerned about getting people into the games, mm-hmm. getting people to come to the games. Yeah, that's what we're concerned about. Hey, Ole Miss fans, are you more excited about Ole Miss-Austin P or Ole Miss-Oklahoma in Oxford? Kind of get tired of Vanderbilt every year. I know it's a win. I get it. But in terms of getting people to come to the games, you mm-hmm. coming for Texas or you coming for Vandy? I bet I know the answer. Look at the – Look at the menu items that were added to the menu for, for, for Disney when when Texas and Oklahoma come to the league. You don't think LSU-Texas is going to be a big game? Oklahoma-Alabama? You get Texas-Texas A&M back again at the end of the year? Texas A&M's been searching for a rivalry kind of a game. LSU searching for a rivalry kind of game? You just found it. Yeah. He just got it. They're going to play LSU-Oklahoma late in the season. Yeah, They're going to play Texas-Texas-A&M late in the season. You don't think when Auburn goes to Oklahoma, there's going to be a massive crowd there? Florida-Texas in an SEC game? How could the SEC, how could Greg Sankey have looked Disney in the eye and say, hey, you guys are paying this exorbitant fee, but we turn this down? which is why I'm telling you where this thing's going. Maybe not next year, maybe not till after 2025, I don't know. The same reaction comes when Ohio State makes that call. How do you say no? The answer is yeah, you don't. It's still about your league. The answer is you don't. You don't say no. How could you tell Disney, hey, we had a shot at making Ohio State-Oklahoma an annual thing, but we said no.
1: We decided we were really worried, worried, more worried about how Texas Tech and Kansas State yeah. fell inside I mean, the game of college what, football. What we, what we really said was,
2: what will Baylor do? Yeah. And ESPN goes, are you insane? No, they go, you're fired. Yeah, You're out of your mind. I mean, I mean, no. That's where it's headed. We're headed to the. We've always talked about the Super Conference. What we didn't know was that the Super Conference was going to be called the SEC.
1: Yeah. I will close just to finish out the the column. But the SEC didn't make the hero move. Took the easy route. Now it's SEC against the world. Maybe that ends up being what's ultimately best for everyone. The SEC forms its own playoff. Four divisions lead to two semifinals and a championship. Yeah, and... The Alliance forms its own playoff, and they meet in a national championship AFL-NFL style. More football, more money. Everybody wins. Everybody except what's left of the Big 12 and group of five schools and will everybody else. But for now, here's what we have. Everybody mad at the SEC, and not everyone in the SEC is exactly thrilled. Um, love to know that list. A playoff that made total sense and worked for everybody, now delayed indefinitely, all in the name of the very rich SEC getting richer. Maybe in the end it will be worth it, and I'll offer up my apologies to Greg Sankey and the smartest man in the room who outflanked and outthought them all, produced evidence, not theories, but evidence. The other conferences were about to raid the Big 12, and the SEC just headed it off, and I'll apologize again. But for now, color me skeptical. Color me sad about a college athletics world where nobody is in charge and everybody's trying to take charge. Fun to write about? Certainly. Good for college athletics? Certainly not.
2: You know what's crazy is that went through an editor, and some, some editor had to say to him, are you sure you want to put your name on this? Are you sure that you're not in your feelings a little bit today?
1: It's back to the larger thought. He wanted to praise the Big Ten and couldn't do it. So this is what we ended up with. Guys like You him,
2: guys, Kevin Warren screwed it up. You guys didn't do enough, so now i got to blame Greg Sankey. Guys like him, what they really want is kumbaya. It's one of the reasons I think they love the NCAA basketball tournament so much is because at least for one day, the little guy gets to be as big as the big guy. Yeah, sure. For that one moment in time, Creighton is every bit as big as North Carolina and that's special. It's not realistic, but it's special. And it makes them feel good. Because they're the ones that if they could really draw up society, we would just take a pot and everybody would get the exact same amount. And we'd make it work and we'd peace love joy harmony.
1: He feels like this after covering Georgia for that long? Yeah. Yeah. I mean this seriously. Why is he why did he cover Georgia that long? Because that can't be what he wanted to do every
2: day. Can't be. That does not fit that. Nobody at Georgia's pissed off about this. I'm just gonna tell you nobody. No, they're fine. Georgia gets Texas and Oklahoma now coming through. And they get more money. Yeah, you get tons more money. You added two of the top ten brands in all of college athletics. Arguably the top brand in all of college athletics to your already giant, monolithic brand.
1: Yeah.
2: The big monster got bigger, and stronger, and meaner, and more agile. He
1: fed him a really big meal.
2: A very healthy meal. I mean, that's the job of the the job of the SEC is to dominate. And again, Sankey has been very frustrated with the whole NCAA. Sankey's, believe it or not, I can tell you this, is very frustrated that the whole LSU basketball thing is still looming out there. Mm -hmm. That all of these things just continue to drag. He is tired of the bureaucracy. And I think he sees a way out, frankly. And I think that's where they're headed. He's been openly critical of the NCAA.
1: Where Seth is so misguided too is that He mentions the playoff and the 12-team playoff, which it was, again, we had the list yesterday. Was it Sankey, Bowlesby, Swarbrick, and the guy at the Mountain West? Those were the four dudes that did the 12-team playoff. Yeah. I don't know the Mountain West guys now. Talk about being in a room where you're – Is that Craig Thompson? I have no idea. Okay. I I, I don't know. Um, Sankey did not put the 12-team playoff into effect – To make sure everybody gets a seat at the table. No. I mean, Seth, praised Stanky there for going, hey, put a 12-team playoff in. It works for everybody. No, it works for like six SEC teams. Seth, it was going to be five (laughs) or six SEC teams. That's why Stanky liked it. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't give the SWAC a playoff spot. Like, this isn't. No. Hey, we get six wild
2: cards in. Greg never said, hey, what do y'all think about the Sun Belt? I mean, shouldn't we? What if Arkansas State goes unbeaten? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, Billy Napier's done a nice job.
1: Oh. Because on opening weekend, he might get Georgia-Alabama and Florida-LSU all in that.
2: Well, you won't, might get it. You will get it. Yeah. You will get it.
1: Even more opportunities to get the whole title, team versus team in the title game that the SEC loves so much.
2: Think the country's watching an LSU-Oklahoma playoff game? Yeah, they're in. I'm, I'm, I'm betting they're in. Hey, Alabama, Texas in the playoffs, and who's not watching that? And then the year that—and it would happen because it how it works—the year that one of the mid-tier teams, an Ole Miss, uh, South Carolina, one, the year that one of those teams made the playoff, a lot of the country would view them as like the powerful Cinderella.
1: Cinderella has the hundred thirty million dollar athletic
2: budget. Yeah. Oh. It'd be kind of amusing.
1: Yeah, sure. And you get some upsets. Hang around occasionally. I mean, you know.
2: Well, Look, the it's it's the dirty little secret. The sixteen SEC teams, with the possible exception of Vanderbilt, because I'm not sure they count. Yeah. But fifteen SEC teams now have the financial wherewithal come 2024 to be superpowers. Mm-hmm. Now you have to compete against each other, and it's brutal, and all of that. I get it. But on the surface, you're going to have the money and the financial wherewithal to be a superpower. 15 of the 16 would have the ability to say they're a top 23 team
1: in the country. Yes. Ish. Yeah,
2: absolutely. A few others, but sure. I don't don't even think it would be an argument. Yeah. I think it would be a a, a statement of fact.
1: I mean, was it Jeffrey sent us that Wall Street Journal thing where Ole Miss was already like whatever it was, ahead of USC?
2: I don't remember. I, I kept that on my phone because I found it so fascinating. Did you? Yeah. So let me see if I can find it.
1: While you're looking for that, I'll tell you about Northeast Spark. You yeah, service. people right across rural communities. Two packages, the Ignite 100 Mbps or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team, bringing you world-class broadband, Nespark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone services available, parental controls, network security, and much more. So find out if you're in your area and take advantage of the best internet around. Keeps us going. Again, that's 662-238-3159.
2: Uh, We're also brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. John's part of Virtuoso. It's a worldwide network of travel partners that allows John to supply his clients with added values, unique benefits, simply not available to other travelers. You've got to get in touch with John. Just give him some parameters and a budget. Let him give you options. And know this, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or jedwards at regencytravel.net. Uh. First time clients can save $50 off their first book trip just by telling John you heard about Regency Travel on the podcast. We're also brought to you by Pinnacle. Pinnacle based in Madison, Mississippi. They've got clients in more than 20 states, advisors in multiple states as well. They provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much more at Pinnacle. Investing is treated like a commodity and decisions are made using objective information and research, not emotions. So uh, go to MyPinWealth.com, that's M-Y-P-I-N-N, Wealth.com, and uh, you can find out more. We'll be taping a soft verbal podcast uh, tomorrow. Ole Miss gets a commitment from Bryson Hurst, four-star offensive lineman, early this morning.
1: What time was that?
2: It was like just after midnight. Was it really? Yeah, I was. On Instagram? I was long gone. Twitter, Instagram, wherever. Some
1: social media network.
2: Wherever the young people go these days to break their news. Has
1: anybody committed on TikTok yet?
2: Oh, I don't know. I don't either. You do, do you do TikTok at all? No. I don't either. I refuse. People in my house are yeah. obsessed with TikTok. Yeah, I, I never went to Snapchat or the TikTok route. No, I've never done a Snapchat. Uh, the girls wanted me to do a Snapchat, and I said no. No, good. We're brought to you by the College Corner. It's your one-stop Rebel Shop, two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland, Uh, They want you to shuffle some papers, by the way. Shuffle some papers? Yeah, just to kind of distract while I'm reading sponsors. Oh, really? Yeah, you must have never watched The Alliance and beyond. (laughs) Uh, The College Corner is next to uh, Fleet Feet in Ridgewood. It's next to Half Shell in Flowood. You can also go to collegecornerstore.com, and you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Whether you're tailgating in Oxford or homegating the friends and family, the College Corner has you covered for game day. The largest selection of rebel gear in central mississippi and we're brought to you by comer heating and air it's the name you can trust with more than 50 years of professional experience in uh, oxford tupelo and the surrounding area and now if you live in like desoto county memphis that area you can get in touch with the people at southern heating and air it's the same people that own comer you get the great same great service Make sure that your uh, heating system, your cooling systems, are running in tip-top shape. 662-801-1777.
1: So, well, I, I promise I'm almost done with this, but the alliance is fascinating me. No, I'm I'm glad to see you so uh, engaged. so engaged. This yeah. is good. It's fun. So, Warren says I wouldn't say this is a reaction to Texas and Oklahoma joining the SEC. Again, to Stuart Mandel, as, okay. I, as I read earlier. Well, what would you say? It's a reaction, but too. ACC commissioner Jim Phillips, yeah, again, who appears to be a Warren lackey at this point, if we're yes, honest, yeah. that that that's
2: what is coming out here. And keep in mind, he's a Warren lackey, and Warren is absolutely despised inside his conference by the big boys of his conference. Well, it they're would, still pissed off about last year. Yeah, pissed off just doesn't. That doesn't even pissed off is a good word. It it really no joke it does not begin to encompass Deep-seated hatred. the level of rage. Yeah. Phillips quote,
1: it was a moment in time for three new commissioners to be able to come in and say this has a chance to be a really volatile time. I think we all know the history of expansion after one leads to another, leads to another. Very rarely has there been a domino that's fallen that hasn't knocked over a few other subsequent membership changes. We had some friction amongst two of our really important conferences that make up the power five. And so to try to get some stabilization to try to work through the next several years in a way where we collect, collectively can work together is so critically important. Did they not talk about this before they went to the stage? Very
2: clearly they did not.
1: Because that completely contradicts what
2: Warren said. I don't know if you've noticed in our country the last 19 months, messaging is critical. A little bit. I and mean... The, the, the messaging yesterday was so bad that it's 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 over. The alliance is has already fallen. I feel like I just watched. You're a, making so many, yeah, yeah, yeah. A Darth Vader movie, or maybe a Family Guy thing, or something. But it's over. It has no weight. Yeah. You know, oh, you, maybe you'll schedule some games or whatnot. I mean, sure. UCLA versus Wisconsin. Yeah. I mean, okay, cool. But what does it mean for anybody's bottom line? What does it mean for anyone's long-term security? Nobody's getting married here. Like a little date or something.
1: Yeah, because Warren was asked specifically, what does this mean for games, even in conference year scheduling, which is the main thing that they were trying to argue it was about. And he says, that's one of the things we will have to address at the appropriate time. We promise we're going to keep all of our existing contracts and games in
2: order. Full quote. So what are you doing? I mean, what you're, and you're not even committing to being a voting block.
1: No, they they fault that. Yeah. No, we just want to talk and make sure everybody's for the good of college football. That's the PR angle they're taking: is that the SEC is the big bad villain in this, and we're all actually trying to fix the sport. But they're out there just rating
2: folks. Are you ever surprised that? And I'm being serious here. I'm not being I'm not being rhetorical. I'm, I'm genuinely. This is something I don't think you and I have ever discussed. Okay. Are you ever surprised that more national media don't at least dive in to the inner turmoil inside the Big Ten as a result of what happened with the COVID decisions? It's a really big story. And it's absolutely there, and it, it's, it's bubbling not that far from the surface.
1: And Warren is so hated that it's an easy target. It's not even like you're taking on somebody with this mandate where it's like, hey, if I do this, we've got issues. Yeah, because it's like good luck going after Sankey
2: today. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, no one short of Nick Saban could even make a dent in Sankey. Yeah,
1: but Kevin Warren's hated by his own conference.
2: Yeah, I mean, if Kirby Smart went after Greg Sankey today, it would look like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me fighting some yeah UFC, MMA, UFC yeah, guy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd get demolished. I mean, the only guy that I think could stay in the ring with him is 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 Saban. So, but. The story inside the Big Ten is that... And it's so right there for the taking. It's Michigan's upset. Ohio State's upset. Nebraska's upset. Penn State's upset. The, Iowa is upset. There are a lot of big-time powers of that league, long-standing long members of that league that are furious about what happened and how it happened and the words that were used when it happened and the damage that was done and the money that was lost and the reputation that was lost, and the impact on their ability to recruit in the southeastern part of the country. Yeah, sure. There's a lot there, and nobody tells that story. And I didn't even know this until yesterday. I actually felt really stupid yesterday. I didn't know that the TV deal expired in 2022. Mm-hmm. And so you've got this bubbling cauldron of... of People itching to talk to. That's the thing. as I mean. Yeah, and they, they don't want to tell that story, I guess because it doesn't kind of fit their agenda a little bit. I suppose. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to but think. But there's that so through. many
1: national writers. I mean, can that be that it can't be one utopian view. I mean there has to be some people that go, oh no, that would be a hell of a story. And so it might why?
2: be that an Andy Staples has gone to those people and said, hey, and they they're like, eh, we can't talk yet. Give it a give us six months.
1: See what happens here. Maybe. Hey, let's see what happens after twenty twenty
2: two and or whatever, and then we'll if I were to tell you today Mm-hmm. Where the football gods came down and they, they said I know the answer to this it's a true false statement okay you have to say true or false as of this moment August the 25th 2021 Michigan and Ohio State have reached out to the SEC privately to just say hey what would you think if what would you think if we're not we're not saying we're coming we're not even saying we want to but in the event that we as a unified northern version of Texas and Oklahoma said we would want it to come what would your reaction be?
1: Yeah I'll answer that real quick um, Georgia Rebel in the stream says so they're not going to play SEC teams moving forward from those conferences what happens to Ole Miss's existing contracts they're still completely happening what's The the three conferences are saying that if it's not a rivalry game that's an annual occurrence, they do not plan to schedule future games with SEC teams most likely. But all the current games are still on docket and are expected to be played.
2: What a devastating development that would be for the SEC if you told LSU, you know, you you don't get to play Michigan State anymore.
1: (laughs) We're going to take our ball and go home. I mean, no. Yeah. Hey, Florida,
2: you know that you know that game that you had circled with Wisconsin? Uh-huh. After 2039, you don't get to play that game anymore.
1: Yeah. They're keeping rivalry games. Louisville will still play Kentucky. Clemson will still play South Carolina. Georgia will still play Georgia Tech. Florida will still play Florida State.
2: A lot of teeth. Yeah. Really biting the apple here.
1: Yeah, I mean, they – they came to this thing with like one of those pop guns that just like do bang on the little flag out out of it. Um,
2: and it malfunctioned. It did. Yes, it's not even the a flare flag. Gun. Would, the flag wouldn't even fall. So, so if I told you that, yeah, no, true, look, true look, false, no no, 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 look, true to the point of strictly just asking. Yeah, do you think it's I, happened? I bet. Uh, would you gate? Would you
1: go true or false? I'm not only true, but I'm trying to do some quick math in my head. Okay. I bet ten to fifteen schools have at least asked. I mean, because I mean, look, sure, the AD at Oklahoma State goes, "Hey, um, can we join them? We'll oh, play them." Oh, that's a given. That's my point. Like, so yeah, yeah I think yeah, sure. it's I think it's SC, Michigan, Ohio State, whatever. Notre Dame, sure. But then I think it's damn fifteen other schools too that have just gone, "Hey, well."
2: Because again, if you're the hand raised guy in the room at Notre Dame, you're you're still in a position of strength. But don't you say, hey, we probably ought to just kind of see what our options are. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're cool. We don't have to do anything. In fact, we probably don't need to do anything. In fact, we probably never have to do anything. Well, Notre Dame. But w- wouldn't it be smart for us to sort of
1: talk about provisions here? Notre Dame gets a ton of money from its own TV contract. With They're NBC. a national program. That's not going anywhere. I don't think. No, there will always be a national
2: program. But I mean
1: their money. I think their money is very secure. I think it's very stable even in this changing environment.
2: It's probably true.
1: I think they're going to get some type of kickback from the ACC for playing along and letting that satisfy some. some, Because otherwise, why would you do it? Sure, and it solves
2: their Olympic sports.
1: Yeah, it does a lot of stuff for them. Notre Dame gets to play Switzerland here. They can go, hey, we got that deal, but hey, Alabama, hey, no, come on. That's cute, but – they're our neighbors, but we don't always hang out on Sunday dinner. They can monitor the situation. They're the complete wild card in this that just moves wherever they want to move. But if you're and Ohio, they're golden.
2: If you're Ohio State, Michigan, before you sign up for a new Big Ten TV deal, don't you have to know what the score is? One hundred percent.
1: I mean, and that TV deal better be. I mean, you're a, and now they have a hell of a TV deal in place right now. Sure,
2: but it expires. Yeah. Don't you have to say, hey, we've got to get exactly – I mean, we've got to make what LSU's making, what I Alabama's making. I understand
1: why the ACC is doing this to some degree. I understand why the Pac-12 is doing this to some degree, even sure. more so. Sure, The Big Ten is what I just cannot compute in my head. I do not understand why the Big Ten doesn't just go grab three or four schools and try to be the other
2: superpower and make this a two-conference country. But if, but if you're the guy in the room at Ohio State and someone says, so what changed today? The answer is really nothing. Nothing changed. The TV deal still expires at the end of 2022. All of our contracts are currently in place. We still have technically have freedom. Mm-hmm. What We're I'm good. Saying, I mean, Nothing changed. I mean, we shook somebody's hand. So I guess it'd be kind of crappy for us to go back on that. But, I mean. Here's my question. No and one's going to take us to court over it. Okay.
1: The Big Ten's on a crunch here. I just thought about this. The Big Ten has one year, essentially, before they have to figure out what their TV deal looks like. The end of 2022.
2: Yeah, but you could be doing that right now. But to your point, point, yeah, yeah, sure. I
1: have a point. Okay. A lot of these games to this alliance, because they keep saying this is a scheduling alliance only, because they want to admit they're voting together. The games aren't being scheduled. There, there's, there's too much stuff going on from a scheduling standpoint. They're not buying out games. There aren't available spots. They might get a couple neat games in there. But if you're ESPN or you're Fox or you're whomever they're courting from a TV partnership standpoint, are we really jumping into a handshake agreement with these schools for whatever they're promising to do? There's, that's the other part of where yesterday was so short-sighted, is for ESPN to jump in, I need ironclad contracts on exactly –
2: what I'm getting between you three. It is. Oh, yeah. Here's a knife and a pen. You're signing in blood. That's my point. Yeah. So that little cute thing yesterday can't even hold up from a TV partnership standpoint. I'm even going to go one further with you. And I thought about it when you said this. If you're the Big Ten, really, if you're being pragmatic, do you really want to vote in lockstep with the Pac-12? You're far more powerful than the Pac-12. Do you really want to give the Pac-12 the power that you have as the Big Ten? Because right now, as the Big Ten, the only block that has more power than you is the SEC. The Pac-12 has been a national laughingstock for years. A decade. Do you really want to give the ACC the same voting power that you have? Why? For charity? It was a panic move. I mean, so I'm, I'm kind of looking at it from the Big Ten perspective. What's in it for me? Because if I'm the Big Ten, and I've said this consistently for a while, if I'm the Big Ten, I'm like, hey, what? You, here's what we're going to do. We're about to go into poaching mode. They've got, what, 14 schools? If I'm them, I'm poaching two schools. I'm like, okay, well, we're going to put together yeah. our Super 16. Yeah, I'll we're call gonna, SC and say, yeah. hey,
1: you want to come play Michigan and Ohio State every year?
2: Yeah. SEC went to 16? All right. All right. You got your two. Cool we'll move. We're going to go to 16. Yeah. We're just going to match you for a minute. We're going to play a little chess,
1: and then over that, it's done. Okay, because then you've also blocked out everybody else. Where even if the Pac-12 or the ACC said, "Hey, well, we want to play too," well, okay, but the best four teams are already gone to other leagues. So take some scraps and join us. And sure, sounds good. Yeah, I, I don't because that's where se- it makes no sense. There was an inevitability about this, and we've said this a thousand times. But it's where Seth gets off base, or one of the twelve ways he gets off base sankey did the thing because it was inevitable we're always going to go to big conferences and super conferences and at least 16 teams yeah so if there's an inevitability see it before everybody else and grab the two biggest ones that's what he did hey
2: you all hey guys you all have to eat and you all go to grab two pizzas because to your point and this is where if you're michigan and you're ohio state and you're these schools you're looking at this going hold up this is wall street journal Using 2018 values, again, this is the top 10. Yeah, sure. In order, Texas, Ohio State, Alabama, Michigan, Notre Dame, Georgia's 6, Oklahoma, 7, Auburn's 8, LSU's 9, Tennessee's 10, Florida's 11, Yeah. Texas A&M's 12, mm-hmm. well, if you're picking up a trend yet, you? Penn State's 13, Wisconsin's 14, Nebraska's 15, Arkansas is 16, South Carolina's 17, Iowa's 18. Is this the first uh, Pac-12 team? Washington's 19. Yeah, because SC's below Ole Miss. Michigan State's 20, Oregon's 21, Ole Miss is 22. Southern Cal, UCLA, Arizona State round out the top 25. Tell me what the hell's in it for the Big Ten. If I'm Penn State and Ohio State and Michigan, I'm madder than hell right now. Wait, what are we doing? Why are we doing this with these guys? Yeah, Ohio State, you you get a vote, but so does Washington State. Well, seriously, if I'm if if I'm the the Big Ten, I'm thinking about calling Washington and Oregon. Mm-hmm. Hey, y'all want to join up? Because their answer would be hell yeah. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> We're yeah. in. Yeah. I, I it's nonsensical. Oh, that'd be good fits too. Of course. Yeah. It's it's nonsensical to even think about it. Washington kind of feels Big Tenny. Huh? Sure. Yeah. yeah. They're powerful. They I mean if you trust the Wall Street Journal's values, and I, I do. Yeah.
1: But I mean city school. But what really does that know. list
2: tell you? That list tells you that it's 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 SEC Big Ten. That's where the power is. So you're gonna give some of your power to the Pac twelve? For what? When the SEC just added number one and what was it, Oklahoma, number four? Five, six, whatever. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, it's a huge win for the the Pac-12 grind. I mean, my God. I mean, got pulled out of the ashes for a reason that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I, I mean, all jokes aside with your hand-raised thing, I mean, yesterday when this is happening, you have to wonder in some AD's office or wherever at Ohio State, they're going, Yes.
2: Which means what? Well, or why? Yeah. Why is he up there talking? This guy that, keep in mind now, this guy that you despise. Yeah. You've been fighting with him for over a year now. This guy that you really have a rage against is now speaking on your behalf, spewing absolute rhetorical nonsense while the SEC just added two superpowers? Mm -hmm. There's nothing in that that's soothing. I mean, you went in there with your mouth on fire and they gave you habanero. Yeah, the AD at Ohio State does not care whether or not
1: Texas Tech and Baylor remain part of any Power 5 network. Chase, nobody cares. Yeah.
2: It's why the people at Kansas State are – Panicking. Well, they're gnashing their teeth right now. They're so angry. And why Kansas is going, just get us out of here. Somebody take us. Yeah, they, they, they're they're desperate. Mm-hmm. Iowa State. Desperate. Yeah. It's why when people say, what do you think's going to happen? I think eventually those places kind of fig- – the desperation kicks in. And that voids the contract. and Texas and Oklahoma just go skating.
1: You know, Missouri's kind of been whatever. A and M's been a hit for the SEC from mm-hmm. all different ways. You would sure. whatever. The Big Ten, with all their available teams, they could have gone and gotten them. Going and grabbing Maryland and Rutgers was such a miss, a disaster. When they could have Kansas and somebody right now, and it would I mean, be a, done. A lot of things. Yeah, would be sure. a whole different look.
2: So. Disaster. Mm-hmm.
1: Podcast brought to you in part by Nix Tan and Associates for all your real estate needs. Nixtanoxford.com. A 321 content item up on the site yesterday. We look at Matt Corral potentially breaking a big Ole Miss School passing record. Look at Chance Campbell's emergence potentially with the Rebels defensive roster as well and plenty of other things. Six different topics in that. They sponsor that every week. You can click the link there or go to nixtanoxford.com. You see gallery view. List view and more for all the properties available here in the Oxford area. Keith Graham, Clay DeWeese, and their team with plenty of experience. Check out on the website again or give them a call 662 281 I've used them multiple times. You should give them a try too. Yeah, Nick Stan Associates, NickstanOxford.com.
2: We're also brought to you by Laman's Fine Jewelry here in Oxford, 1126 North Lamar Boulevard. To be specific, they've been serving the Oxford area for almost 75 years. Engagement rings, wedding rings, fine jewelry, watches, everything. Children's jewelry, collectibles, the gold standard in fine jewelry. You can check them out at lammond'sfinejewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. Blue Delta Jeans makes the best fitting, most comfortable jeans in the world because they're uniquely made for you and only you. Raw denim jeans, custom fit, hand tailored in Tupelo, Mississippi. Go to uh, bluedeltajeans.com and use their virtual tailor to get measured and design your newest jeans in just a couple minutes. You can get 10% off your purchase by using the code REBELGROVE at bluedeltagenes.com or in the Oxford studio. It's a great time of year to get a pair of Blue Delta's cotton genos in the works, so don't miss out. We're also brought to you by... Uh, Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate, based out of Jackson, Mississippi, service the entire state in all commercial asset classes, such as retail, office, industrial, and land. Sam Cox and B.B. Mitchell are Ole Miss grads that utilize their unique skill sets to execute on assignments and increase value for their clients. This week's property spotlight is on the Village at Madison. The Village at Madison will feature roughly 60,000 square feet of re- restaurant, retail, retail and professional office space, along with 75 zero-lot line, zero line residences with Pinpoint handling the leasing for the commercial portion of the development. If you want to learn more about it, get in touch with Sam and BB at 601-586-3222. We're also brought to you by ACS. Established in 2013, ACS is a complete electrical control system solution provider based in Baldwin, Mississippi, It's also a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator. They have a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL-508A panel shot. They can custom-tailor software packages, custom-design electrical control panel solutions, and much more. Go to acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. Also brought to you by Game Changer Patch Company, Game Changer has developed their own custom blend for treating hangovers several years ago to help reduce dehydration, prevent sleep deprivation, and help process alcohol. They're the only two-patch system available on the market. It works. I've tried it. I recommend that you try it. Go to GameChangerPatch.com. Football season rolling right around the corner. Might be a perfect thing to have for the big football weekends. Enter the promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20%. Off your purchase. And we're brought to you by 7South Tailgating. The uh, Grove, we'll probably talk about this in a second. I anticipate the Grove is going to be wide open, full capacity this fall. 7South Tailgating will be there to help serve any of your tailgating needs that you may have. It's your one-stop shop for all things tailgating at Ole Miss. They are currently booking single game, multi-game, and full service packages. So just get in touch with them at 7SouthTailgating.com. Or you can call them, if I can find that number right here. There it is, 662-321-1682. And last but not least, we're brought to you by Dead Soxy. Go to DeadSoxy.com, enter the promo code Rebel Grove at checkout for 25% off your entire order of the best socks you'll ever put on your feet. From the no-shows to the traditional socks to the custom-made socks, Dead Soxie's the best you'll ever wear. DeadSoxy.com, promo code Rebel Grove at checkout.
1: So you, uh, referencing yesterday, um, Oxford Board of Aldermen scheduled a uh, special meeting. Four o'clock was uh, the start time yesterday for that. During the meeting, which I guess went about an hour. I watched 98% of it. I I missed the first couple minutes, but I didn't appear to miss anything that was overly relevant. Um,
2: After talking to you, I was glad that I was tied up.
1: They voted 4-3 to uh, impose a mask mandate in the city of Oxford for um, something that will be re-looked at weekly um, at this point. Um couple things that made the message board just straight kind of housekeeping, because I know we'll have these questions. That does not include anything on campus. That is not part of the city limits. Um, that does not include churches. That does not include anything to do with Oxford School District as, as well. All those get to make their own requirements. At this point, Ole Miss... Has a mask mandate inside, no mask mandate outside, is the current University of Mississippi policy. Um, Ole Miss has marched in
2: lockstep with Oxford pretty much from the beginning of this. I anticipate that changing now.
1: Well, and I mean, frankly, they were ahead because they put a mask mandate in place inside prior to Oxford doing it. Right. Um, because Oxford before yesterday had only been city buildings, um, right? Not basically anywhere that you were not eating or drinking currently. Um. Somebody said, "Is it the same as last year?" No, because they're doing no capacity limits at all. There's no restriction to twenty five percent, fifty percent, seventy five percent. There is no, there <laughs> so, is no sitting down requirements that I'm aware of. Oh,
2: so the virus no longer can do the whether pick you apart whether you're standing. No, or sitting. It,
1: it, there are, there's literally no. As far as I'm aware, it was kind of jumbled yesterday. Um, yes. Because I, I sensed Stephen Pope Millett, the city attorney, was a little frustrated because he was bringing up several things on, hey, what about this? What about this? And it was more of just kind of, no, we're just saying blanket. And it was like, well, that's not, we need, because at one point they were even discussing ages. And somebody said, you know, they were basically like, how hey, just whatever. And Pope's like, no, you've got to give an Like, we have to have an age here. This can't just be some, some blanket statement. Um, so nothing is moving about. Um... Uh, nothing is about moving about it's all It's all about mass. The other thing they said is that they have asked um i guess the federal government was the way I understood it for a mobile hospital to be set up um fifty beds associated with that. Somewhere around Oxford, um, Michael Corey, um, an ER doctor in town, spoke to the board right at the beginning of the meeting yesterday. Pretty interesting stuff here. Simply saying that he that the hospital was at max capacity of what they could care for right now. And I mean, to
2: me, I know there was a follow up question on that. It was, "Are you at max capacity?" So is the hospital full? And he chose kind of not to answer that. And it wasn't his place. To no, 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 it. no. I no. To thoroughly get Michael Corey. Yeah, no, he was putting he, a, he was putting in an impossible spot.
1: Yeah, Michael basically said that they were taking care of as many patients as they could take care of. I told Neil before the show. This is what struck me even more than the mass thing. Um is that for whatever the reason, um whether it be the hospital being pretty full, whether it be funding, whether it be staffing, whether it be some combination of the three, I feel like for the first time, we're actually back in last year's conversation that we were having at that point of, hey, this anything that anybody's trying to do, at least with what their, per- whether it works or not, I don't know, but whether, whatever their purpose is, is about trying to free up the hospital. Because listen to Michael talk yesterday, for the number of reasons that this is the case, it's a pretty scary situation that there is literally wait times for severe incidents that happen into the hospital. That is what really struck me that worried me yesterday. But you can understand why
2: people like me are as frustrated as I am. You can say this is – they say this is this catastrophic thing, and yet you have a staffing issue at the hospital. Because it's my educated opinion from talking to people last night that this is more about staffing at the hospital than it is the hospital being physically overrun with COVID patients. In fact, Mississippi's numbers over the last few days have been going in the right direction. I think we're on the back side of the wave. It's my opinion, and it's just an opinion, that what we're doing here is we're setting up a bureaucratic way of going, in a few weeks, see, mask worked. See, we had this big problem. We had this fourth wave. And we put in the mask mandate, and it went away like magic because masks work. When in reality, Chase, and this is what's so frustrating to pragmatic people like me, It's time, it's been time, it's long past time for people to say, look, we have a problem. We have in this state, I'm not referring to the whole country, but I'm talking about Mississippi. You kind of have two segments of the population that just aren't getting the vaccine. If you talk to anyone in the medical community, they will tell you that what's in the hospital, ICU, on vents, life-threatened, In the hospital are unvaccinated people, mostly old, mostly obese, unvaccinated. Sure. So if you know where your target area is, you probably need to address it. Oh, no, it's a vaccine issue overall. It's, yes. Yes. It is a vaccine. So when you do this deal that they did yesterday, which is, okay, so we're going to put in a mandatory mask mandate. Now the police have to try to enforce it. You have all these Karens, I don't know what else to call them, that walk around Kroger, or in my case the other day, ride around Kroger in their scooters, freaked out at anybody who doesn't have a mask on. They're they're worried about that. So how do you enforce it? How, how do you enforce this if you were to ask law enforcement in Oxford, Mississippi, how do you enforce this?
1: The answer is we can't. They essentially said they couldn't because they were getting too many calls about other things at this point that it became a triage situation.
2: Yes. Um, so you look on the, on, on the square every night right now because the kids just started school. They don't have exams yet. They're packing the bars, which is great. I'm glad for yeah, Lee right. Harris and for Hudson Chadwick and, and, and all the people out there that, that struggled yeah, sure. I'm glad they're making their money back. Um, but the, the bars are full. The restaurants are full. You're not, you don't have capacity limits. You're not going to enforce anything on churches. And I realize there's a federal mandate and you can't or whatnot. Sure. It's lip service. Who ultimately pays for it, though? It's the small business owners up on the square, on Jackson, on University, who their, their establishment is such that you almost kind of have to enforce it. And you've got the Gestapo in this town that will run around finding people if you don't enforce it. That's who pays the price. So you tell me how enforcing a mass mandate that only punishes small business, how the hell that actually has any impact whatsoever on the town's COVID situation. And I'll submit to you that it doesn't. any. Yeah, that it's I, absolute virtue signaling by people in power. One of them, whom said out loud, "It just feels like we have to do something." What does that mean? Yeah, I think it's two different discussions. I think
1: that is absolutely true. I think there was a panic thing. The only thing I'm really, it's not even pushing back. We're just talking. Is I think that what pushed this though yesterday wasn't necessarily oh the master are coming down because I mean I, I know some of these autumn. I think it was hey. They responded to the doctor saying we've got whatever, and then yeah. made made emotional or whatever decisions from sure. that. So I think it's two different things. I don't but it know necessarily if the right they decision. were going. Yeah, they don't sure. I don't think they were necessarily saying though. Hey, look, if we do this today, we can claim victory on mass next week. I think it was a situation hospital based in its. That's why I said I do think. At least in their minds, but, this, isn't, is a, this isn't me knocking Kevin term, Corey thing. here
2: at all. No, I know that he's yeah, put in yeah. a, ho- a horrible spot. Yeah, sure. But when the hospital guy stands up in front of the Board of Aldermen and can't give straight answers to the questions, yeah, sure. you have a you have a transparency issue, and that's been part of the problem for 19 months. Is that? And you talked about this before we got started. Mm-hmm. The public trust is shot. Mm-hmm. No one believes anybody, and so if if this is the one time
1: that hey, we're telling the truth now. I felt like they messed up yesterday, frankly, whether or not they need, it. Because I, I think the hospital situation, again, for whatever reason, fix the staffing, fix the funding, fix yes. whatever, I don't know. Whatever. Or be honest about it. Yeah, sure. I think that I think you could have had a meeting yesterday where the aldermen get together and discuss that issue. Yes. And only that issue. Yes. And then next week, if you want to take up some other stuff or you want to see some numbers or whatever, I thought that they kind of lost sight of what was a huge part of yesterday's thing. Yes. By not really knowing how to do the other because the entire mass conversation, I told somebody this last night. It was so thrown together that I listened to the whole thing, and when I got done, I went, I have, and I'm not and I'm not a complete idiot. I have no idea what I just heard. I don't even
2: understand really what you put in place right there. Except I
1: thought Pope to, didn't. I felt well, like I talked Pope to was business going, owners
2: yesterday who said, I don't really know what they said. I don't yeah, really know what, what are we supposed to do now. Like, what does that mean? Yeah,
1: so I, I was lost there. I thought that that was the biggest miss was that, All that overshadows something that was very that was actually relevant to the community and what you need to do
2: and how we fix it and what's the situation going on. I've grown weary to this. People say, "What is your problem with masks?" I really don't have a problem with masks. Here's the truth: I work, I work here. There's no mask mandate in my house. I don't go anywhere, and if I walk into, I have one of those silly little mesh masks. Man, that if I forced to walk into Kroger for 20 minutes and wear it. It's fine. I wear it at Ole Miss when I go do my job. Yeah. It's fine. Whatever. I, it, it's, it's silly. I think a lot of it is silly. You've known me for a long time. I'm a very pragmatic person. I think making people, and I saw someone post this on Facebook the other day and I was like, Oh my God, we wear masks for dignity, for humility. No, that's not a reason to wear a mask. You're wearing a mask for someone else's humility? Wearing a mask for someone else's feelings? I don't care. I mean, I genuinely don't give a damn. Now, if the mask prevents the spread of the virus, if you told me that the mask truly, but even yesterday in the Oxford Board of Alderman meeting, the medical person was asked, he's like, I don't really know if they work. Mm -hmm. That's not a convincing answer, sir. And I'm not criticizing, but that's the truth. They don't really work. The way people wear them, where they pull them down here and all that stuff, they don't work. And that's how people wear them in public. So, when you do this, and when one segment of the population that is so vaccine resistant is so dependent on masks, and you don't address that because you're so concerned that you might offend somebody, you're completely abandoning your mission, which is ultimately to serve the people. Mm -hmm. You're elected. It's a democratic process. You're elected by the people to serve the people. And when you do these clown shows like they did yesterday, and that's what it was, it was a circus. When you do that, it's a complete disservice to the people that you are indeed elected to serve. And you can have a Facebook deal and sit there and talk with compassion and crap. But at the end of the day, the actions speak much louder than the words. And what did you do yesterday? You did, according to, what's his, uh, 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 The picture guy, Addy. Rick, we we have to do something. So you do that? So your answer to something is some paper masks in small businesses? You didn't do anything. You did nothing. And so when you act like you did something in a few weeks, it's horseshit. You didn't do anything. And that's what... Having now the police in this town who are already kind of stretched, having to answer calls from every time somebody walks through scared to death out of their mind in Kroger that there's a man walking through Kroger without a mask, that's resource taken away from something that's not impacting and frankly, the frankly, I don't thing. think that's going to
1: happen if you want to know my honest truth. From just from listening to McCutcheon yesterday, I I don't think that's a high priority, even a little bit. I think it not be something that actually happens. Which is I but, thought it was wording yesterday with the hope that people will comply on their own, with no real repercussions if you don't. But if, if, you, if, you, know the but if you walk through this town, it's seventy percent mask anyway. Yeah, I, I don't think there's a, I, I will be very surprised if there are actual changes coming. From people, people blowing you up, it's fine. Um, I I don't, I I don't think there will be penalties to any large extent. With uh, well, no, what
2: are you gonna do? You gonna find somebody? Yeah. And then what are you gonna do if that person doesn't pay the fine? Yeah. I mean, are you gonna go get their property? What are you gonna do?
1: Yeah. McCutcheon was frustrated by just overall crime in town. Period, and frankly, that this was adding manpower issues that he he doesn't have.
2: Um, Yeah. I mean, when listen, and Ole Miss enrollments up, Mm -hmm. which is great. It's awesome. The kids are back. When the kids come back, I think we all remember being 18, 19 years old. You go a little crazy. Yeah. Town's kind of crazy right now. Yeah. A lot of traffic. I don't know if y'all noticed, but kids drive around. They drive like this. I mean, there's accidents. There's a lot of stuff for police to deal with. And now you're going to throw this at them? Yeah. I mean, to his credit, and I like McCutcheon. Yeah. To his credit, he basically said, we can't do it. Yeah. So I don't know i I think it's a conversation
1: we continue tomorrow because frankly I want to see what it actually comes out at today at four o'clock like I said Pope felt like he had to write the whole thing kind of from a little bit of nothing yesterday just me judging what he was saying so I want to see what it looks like we'll uh we'll hit it from there a lot of topics today we get plenty of stuff for you uh, on uh on today's show so hope you enjoyed it in the stream we will uh be back with you tomorrow with plenty more podcasts I hope you have a wonderful day. I'll see you then